You're listening to Over the Breakfast Table. Get it. Welcome back to Over the Breakfast Table. Bright and early Tuesday morning. NFL free agency starting on Thursday. But um, so far, not legally yet, but a lot of players have signed. Let's go. Let's see like what the biggest signings have been. Let's go to Ellie. Ellie, what do you have, man? Yeah, no one's been signed yet, but teams are allowed to negotiate. And obviously a big trade. Antonio Brown, one of the best receivers in the NFL, got traded to the Raiders for a third and fifth rounder. Um, Nick Foles, after a great playoff run the last two years, got signed. Big deal to the Jaguars. And then Landon Collins is going to the Redskins. Redskins. Yeah. Um, Trey Flowers going to the Lions. Um, Deshaun Jackson to the Eagles. Frank Gore to the Bills. Old-timers. Yeah, and a few more. And Terrell Suggs to the Cardinals. Yeah, a bunch of these veterans. Where did Eric Weddle go? The Rams. Eric Weddle to the Rams. So, yeah, a lot. A few veterans making some last hurrahs with these teams, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Especially Frank Gore, Nick Foles, Mm -hmm. those guys. Um, But besides for that, what what, what other teams are going to make a splash in this free agency and are going to go out? Ari, what do you have? Uh... We're going to see there's still a lot of players that still have to be signed, including the, one of the best running backs, Davion Bell, the Steelers. Where do you think he will go? Uh, it's tough. You know, a lot of people are saying the Jets. He's, the Jets are still favorite to get him, but it will be a good fit for him. I, I can see him go there. Still, like, it's possible to go to the Raiders. Even though they got Antonio Brown, they still uh, afford him. Two Bs. Either. Exactly. They're saying Indianapolis, maybe. He, he actually hinted on social media that he won't. He did. Went he liked, Andrew Luck. He also hinted he might go to the Kansas City, which would be Fantastic for one of the best offenses in the league. Yeah. So also, you look. Nope, nobody yeah. really knows. He hasn't like made anything like clear at this point. But it's gonna be really exciting. Yeah. You look at the Colts. They haven't really had such like a uh, consistent running back since Frank Gore. It's been up and down years with different running backs. But so with, with their offensive line this season, you know, it would be Mar- amazing. Marlon Mack had such a good year. He did. Yeah. And th- is it worth going into there with such a good offensive line? Is it worth spending all that money when you have the most salary cap in the NFL? Most money is it worth going? Absolutely, you need. Offensive line is half the way. So you can't, you can't. No, is it worth going in for running back? You can't take an average running back, put him behind a a great offensive line, and make him a good running back. Well, they did, they did. Marlon. I wouldn't say Marlon Mack had a great season. I would say he had an above average season, but I would say is it it worth putting your money there when you're having an above average season? The Colts are a running back and and one more step away from making making a serious playoff run. For sure. Yeah, this is a little out there, but I, I like him in Seattle. Um, Seattle is uh, can be good. Uh, they need a little help on the receiving core. Um, and with the running back, that uh, I think they're a great Super Bowl contender. I don't see that happening. Okay, let's just move on here. Let's, uh, let's see what, what else we have. Okay, we're going to go early to our hot takes right now. Let's start with Ari. Ari, what do you got for our hot take? Yeah, hot take is uh, we're talking about Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Going at Tony Brown with the Raiders, and we saw some talk that John Gruden is really obsessed with Kyler Murray, the future yeah. prospect. So my hot take is that Kyler Murray, Le'Veon Bell, and with Antonio Brown all being on the Raiders next season, playing together, and with Kyler Murray starting with Derek Carr being maybe on the Cardinals if they trade up to get the number one pick. Yeah, I always talk about this. You know, we're gonna get into this more, but I'm gonna say that Nick Foles gets under five wins this season with the Jaguars. And ends up getting cut before next season. Wow. Well, um, I'm going to go to hockey for a second. Yes. Wow. I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Lightning, who right now are 
the favorites to win the, the Stanley Cup, who are way in front of everyone in the point standings, will get out in the first round. Yeah, but wow. they always do that. They're always chokers. No, but they'll get out in the first round. All right. The first round, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to the NBA playoffs here. Um, the Brooklyn Nets will end up in the seventh seed, playing the Toronto Raptors in the second seed, and the Toronto Raptors will be upset in the first round of this Love year's it. NBA playoffs. Wow. Look out for that. Do not like where they're at right now. Okay. Uh, we have Exciting a, year for Brooklyn. What? Exciting year for Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn's looking great, and I think Toronto is going to choke again, once again. Okay. Uh, good fan question here. Can the Los Angeles Lakers get Zion Williamson officially if they tank the rest of the season? Ari? You see, they recently they, they finally shut down Lonzo for the rest of the season. They shut down Brandon Ingram. And LeBron's they they also there. restricted LeBron's minutes at this point. They, mm-hmm. They're basically mathematically eliminated. I, I think they maybe 100% eliminated. But either way, they're not making the playoffs. So at this point, I saw even Jeff Van Gundy said, like, they have to explore all options in the offseason, yeah. including trading LeBron, mm-hmm. which I terribly disagree with. They just signed him to a massive contract. I don't think they're going to even consider that option. But either way, just, I mean, everyone has a shot for the number one pick. And if they're in the lottery, and if they make the lottery, then they'll be in the running. So... Yeah, I saw this. The Lakers in the last five seasons have last five seasons have had the most losses in the NBA. Pretty embarrassing from such a big market team like LA. Mm-hmm. But Magic um, Johnson. Yep, it's terrible to see. The thing was with Luke Walton, you know, after the Warriors won their title, you know, people just assumed that he would bring like great coaching to the team. But you know, when these players, when these coaches come in, uh, and you don't know how much the assistant coach had to do with the win. You know, they had a great team, and. Could, could be all Steve Kerr, and they just assumed he'd do a great job, and he didn't really perf- he didn't really shape the team any better. You know, they weren't they didn't have one winning season with him. They weren't winning any more games. They had great talent throughout the years. They had so many high picks. They even brought in LeBron. They still couldn't do anything with him. I say Luke Walton's got to go. Oh wow, Ari, anything on that? Luke Walton have to go or no? Uh, see the problem. But yeah, honestly, I have to agree with that. I'm saying you bring in LeBron, like arguably the goat of basketball. And you expect to at least make the playoffs. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did it with the Cavs last year with, with Ty, Ty Lue, which is, I would say Luke Wallen's better coach than Tyron Lue. But For sure. The, then, the team he had this year, I would say, is better than the Cavs team he had last year. And then somehow he becomes the 11th seed or 12th seed in the West, the Lakers. I'm not sure if it's a competition or his groin injury or a combination of both, but this year LeBron wasn't LeBron. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to blame Luke Walden for this. I'm going to blame LeBron, honestly. He, he was... He came out this year at a different LeBron. He didn't want to play defense anymore. Um, he wasn't trying as hard, and this is what happens. He's always turned on this playoff mode and made the playoffs and made a deep run many times winning the championship. But this year he dug himself too big of a hole, and it's too late at this point. So that's yeah, it. Lakers I, are done. Yeah, I'm going to have to blame Magic Johnson on this one. Um, I think my opinion is signing LeBron was very stupid on the Lakers' part because they were in a rebuild mode. They were not ready for a big superstar like this to pay this guy contract. And He's the best player on the planet, though. He's, okay, he but should... obviously he can't do it by himself like this. He, he's he not, did, though. He did, he did but he had cast. a little bit of supporting cast. Right now, the team is they in a rebuild mode. They also did with Kyle Kuzma and Yes, but Brandon those guys Ingram. are young. They need... They, they're not gonna. They're not ready. I think to that's play. part of the reason they brought they're LeBron ready, in. They're not ready to play in you, championship. You bring in LeBron, you know you're gonna win. You're the, gonna win the championship. That's what you think when you bring in LeBron. They had the team with the Cavs. He had veterans who were ready to play in the playoffs and were able to play in the playoffs in the championship, and they were able to turn on playoff mode. And but these young these young guys are not able to do that. And I think they weren't ready for LeBron James yet, and they should have continued their um, 
they should have continued to rebuild. Okay. Uh, last little segment here. Uh, let's get the favorite for the NCAA tournament. Ellie, who do you think the favorite is to win the NCAA tournament right now? You know, it's been, s- it's been such a crazy season, so exciting. You know, we had Tennessee at one point, Duke for a little bit, and now Virginia's looking so good. And Michigan. Gonzaga's looking even better. No, little Michigan. North Carolina also yeah, playing North Carolina great. pulling, sweeping the... Sweeping, sweeping Duke. Yeah, in the East, yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to saying I'm gonna go with Gonzaga, you know. They have such a good team this year. Um, people have been saying in the last, like, 20 years of the tournament, this is one of the strongest teams they've seen in a long time, and great coaching up there. And, you know, with teams like Duke and Tennessee, it's very likely that they, you know, it's very likely they choke or whatever, or they lose a game, get upset or something. And I say Gonzaga is a safe team. They look really good, and they haven't been losing key games. Yeah, they, I look, sh- they look really consistent, you know? Yeah, I see Virginia playing really well this Virginia year. Virginia also looks Getting, awesome. Even though that tough loss against UMBC last year, they have their guys back. They got, um, I think, Kyle Guy, and they have Jerome back. So... Um, As we they know, should, anything can happen, though, you know? Yeah. Tennessee but is upset. I, 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 think, I think they come Lilo back this year and win it. You know? Yeah. Lilo Chicago know, will not be returning, unfortunately. Yeah, they are not coming back. It's March. Anything can happen. I see it. a seven-seed or higher winning it all this year. Wow. Very likely. You know, LSU it. looks awesome right now. They could end up with a less than seven-seed or seven overall. Seven-ranked. But, you know, anything can happen. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us on Over the Breakfast Table. I will see you guys back next week on a big show. Getting ready for March Madness. Let's do it.